0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Today, as we celebrate this solemnity of Corpus Christi, let us feast after our fast. This feast of Corpus Christi this year brings us extraordinary joy because it follows the three-month-long Eucharistic fast which was imposed upon us. This fast, which sadly continues even now, in certain parts of our country and the world. And we feast today because Corpus Christi is meant to be a second Christmas. A second Christmas because it is another feast of the Incarnation to celebrate God made man. And thus the Christmas preface will be recited in today's Mass. Just as the birth of Jesus in the manger 2,000 years ago changed forever the history of the world, so also is the world to change for the better at the sacramental birth of Jesus upon the altar every day at Holy Mass. This altar is another Bethlehem. Remember that the word manger comes um, from the French word manger, which means to eat, because the manger is meant to be the feeding trough for the animals. And thus, that is a prefigurement of the birth of our Lord upon the altar as our food, as the divine bread of angels. So the Holy Eucharist is the center of human life, and it's the very foundation of our civilization. Without the the Holy Eucharist, the world today as we know it would simply not exist. The real presence of Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament has inspired some of the the greatest art and music and architecture of all time. Cathedrals and churches were once the tallest buildings in the city. And even the architecture of civic buildings, such as City Hall and other public buildings, they often reflected that of churches in order to show the harmony, the blessed harmony which is meant to exist between the church and the state. A harmony which is meant to edify souls created by God for eternal life in heaven. It used to be that the city's whole population would turn out for the annual Corpus Christi procession through the streets and the squares. And in those processions, the princes and the public officials alike, they would walk alongside all the people, because this reminded them that their authority is entrusted to them by God. And they must one day answer for that authority entrusted to them when they go before God in judgment. Because in God's eyes, we are all equal, and each one of us will stand one day before the divine tribunal after our death. And because people believed in the real presence of Jesus in the Holy Eucharist, then there were just laws and just policies in place to protect the sanctity of human life. Universities and orphanages and hospitals, they were founded and run by religious people who consecrated their lives for the service of others without receiving any salary. And they did this again for love of our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. The Holy Eucharist is a fountain of vocations, people dedicating their lives for God and for the love of neighbor. The Eucharist was really the energy which made it possible for the Catholic Church to make civil society what it is today. And if society today is in such a crisis, if we see increasing violence and hatred in the world, if our institutions are weakening in their ability to support people, if there's a lack of vocations to dedicate lives of service for others, it's ultimately because There is a lack of faith, and a lack of faith in the real presence of Jesus in the Most Blessed Sacrament. It's fundamentally because we as a society, we have lost the understanding that the Holy Eucharist is truly the center of our civilization. God is to be adored, not only with all the powers of our mind and our soul, but God is to be adored with every one of our five senses. God is meant to be adored exteriorly as well as inwardly, privately as well as publicly. Individuals and whole societies owe God the very best adoration which humanity has to offer. And so today, even though unfortunately, because of current circumstances, we're not able to have a a Eucharistic procession as we normally have every year, even several times a year here at the Shrine. Today, let's be very intentional about renewing our faith, hope, and love in the real presence of our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. Do we really believe those words of Jesus when he says, my flesh is truly food and my blood is truly drink? Do we really believe what our Lord is telling us? if we really believe that Jesus is truly present in Holy Communion, then we must recognize the image of Jesus in our neighbor so that we treat our neighbor with greater love and respect. If we truly believe in the Blessed Sacrament, then we will never vote for politicians who support abortion of children and who support the euthanization of the elderly. If we really believe in the real presence, that we will never lie, we will never swear, because Jesus is placed upon our tongue. If we really believe in the real presence, then we would never dress indecently, nor would we ever defile ourselves impurely, because our bodies absorb the sacred host in Holy Communion if we really believe that Christ is truly, substantially present right here in the Blessed Sacrament, then we will make every effort to be a good example of Eucharistic piety for our children. We will carry ourselves with reverence in church. We will wear special clothing to Mass. We will carefully fast from food, drink, and idle chatter before Mass if we really believe that Christ is truly in the Blessed Sacrament, then we will pay close attention. We will follow along in the prayers of the liturgy without staring off into space and without looking at our watch during Mass. If we really believe that our Lord is truly here, then we will purify our souls from mortal sin by going to confession in order not to receive our Lord unworthily. We will pray fervently, at least a few minutes before and after Mass. And we will teach our children how to make a spiritual communion in our homes before the enthroned image of the most sacred heart of Jesus. What the tabernacle is to the church, the Eucharistic, the sacred heart of Jesus, that image is meant to be in the home. If you have our Lord enthroned in your home, That is to be the spiritual tabernacle for the household. So my friends, if we really believe that our actions, our attitudes, and our behaviors must conform to what we believe, otherwise we will be spiritually overrun and our world as we know it will continue to disintegrate. It's up to each one of us here in this church today. We must make the Holy Eucharist the spiritual center of gravity in our family life so that the Eucharist can regain its rightful place as the true foundation of our civilization. So what are you going to do to pay closer attention? How are you going to dedicate extra time? What greater efforts are you going to make to show outwardly what you believe inwardly? that the Jesus who once walked this earth long ago, he is really, truly, and substantially present with us today, right here in the most blessed sacrament. If we truly understood that mystery, my friends, we would die of joy, and we would make every effort to make the Sunday Mass, and even the Mass during the week if we can, the very center of our lives. Despite the religious indifference of our society today, let us not be discouraged, but let us be of good heart, because the Holy Eucharist contains our future. Because the Blessed Sacrament is the continuation of the Incarnation, that we who adore our Lord today in the Holy Eucharist, we will follow Him to our supernatural destiny in heaven. No persecution, no pandemic, no pandemonium can stop that promise made to us by our Lord Himself when He said, He who eats this bread shall live forever, and I will raise him up to new life on the last day. Despite all the uncertainties of life, today's feast foretells the certainty, that blessed certainty of our future resurrection. The leaders at the time of Jesus' death, they placed Roman soldiers at his tomb. They tried to prevent his resurrection. Well, they did not succeed then. And those who even now are trying to prevent the triumph of Christ and the resurrection at the end of time, they will not succeed either. Every Holy Communion is a guarantee It's a guarantee of joy after our sorrow. Every Holy Communion is a reassurance of safety after our anxiety. Every Eucharistic encounter is a pledge of reward after our labor and a promise of rest after our fatigue. And so, dear friends, no matter what tomorrow may bring, no matter what might be your burdens and your sorrows of this present moment, The feast we celebrate today reminds us that we who walk in faith, that we who persevere in love for our Eucharistic Lord, we can trust in his infallible promise, that promise of eternal life in the world to come, in which the fast will be no more. But the feast of the heavenly banquet will happily continue on and on and on, one long eternal feast, in perfect joy for all eternity, among all of the angels and the saints, for the glory of God, the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Alleluia.